This is Get Unstuck Radio, Episode 5, Relationship Online Marketing System to Attract Qualified Leads with Martin Cardet. Welcome to Get Unstuck Radio, the place to brainstorm with you on business and life strategy to get unstuck with system automation and delegation and also to get clarity for sustainable business and lifestyle. I'm your host, Mukita Panmuk. Let's get unstuck. Hi, everyone. So today we are here with Martin Cardet. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Mutita. I'm very excited. Yeah. So Martin is a social media and content strategist coach for female business coaches and lifestyle coaches. Tell us more about what you do. Oh, thank you. I love what I do. I, I work with female coaches, lifestyle and business coaches so that they know how to use Instagram and Facebook organically. And what I do is I help them really understand how to create content so that they can attract their ideal clients and truly master relationship marketing, which is my signature coaching element mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, social media. And so that's what I do today. But I I did not start doing this uh, yesterday. It's been quite a journey, but today I get to support a lot of female coaches and I love it. Tell us more than how you become the expert in the relationship building coach. I mean, oh. for, the, for the content, of course. Oh my goodness, it's been such a journey, but who does not have a journey when you become an entrepreneur, right? There's ups and downs and trials and errors, and mine started back in 2015 mm-hmm. when I truly decided to dive into my entrepreneurial DNA, I guess I could call it. Um, my first business, I was 13 years old, back home in Haiti. Um, if you don't know where Haiti is, it shares the same land as the Dominican Republic, so I'm a Caribbean girl, and I remember being 13 and wanting my business and my friend and I decided to make uh, homemade rice krispie treats and sell them um, in our schools and we did very well for ourselves and uh, throughout the years um, I knew and always wanted to continue my education which is what I did I went to college I got my master's and what was really focused for me at the time was to get a great corporate position which I did Um, I did very well well for myself in corporate America, Uh, spent most of my career there uh, working as a product manager. And so I've been able to travel all over the world as a result, working with factories in China, in um, travel to Vietnam, Thailand, you name it. And it happened in 2015 when I hit a plateau with my corporate job where I was like, okay, what's next? Although it was so exciting to, you know, get on business class flights, um, you know, great uh, hotels and dining and whining in, in nice uh, places in Paris and London. I actually was like, okay, I can't keep doing this for the rest of my life. What is it that I have in myself that I can do um, for myself. So in 2015, I dived into the internet and I fell in love with the internet because there was so much information in there. And um, truthfully, Pinterest was really the first place where I dived in deep. Um, And because of my background in product management and design, I truly wanted to expand on that skill. And so fast forward, I decided to open up my own jewelry line that I created out of t-shirt yarn. Um, I ended up (laughs) opening 
opening an e-commerce store. I had no idea how to do it, but figured it out. I was selling at affairs um, and then in 2018 that's when it happened when Facebook emailed me and said to me that they would like me to apply to become one of their speakers at their event in my local town and I did I applied I was very surprised because back then I did not have the traction that I have today with my business and so after that event obviously they selected me which was very very you know big for me um, um, I decided to dive in a little bit deeper and see what that meant. And so I realized that I love digital marketing. I love Facebook. I love social media. One, because that's the only way people I have I've ever realized that I existed. And I'm like, oh my God, this is great. I would love to do this for more people. And so I did. I became a social media manager for a while, creating content for other people. And um, I hit a plateau again and I said, oh, great. Now I can create content, but what if I want more? I'm always pushing for more, right? And so I became a uh, coach. And so in the transition of me from done for you to becoming a coach, I invested in myself. I invested in coaching. I said, if I have to be a coach, I need to be coached. Um, and that's how I ended up where I am today, coaching other female entrepreneurs, how to use social media to gain visibility organically and be able to create great content that truly emulates who they are, what they have to serve, um, and how they can help tons of people. Why Facebook emailed you or send you invitation? I'm very curious about that. Oh, I know. It's funny, Utita. I printed that email and framed it because I felt <laughs> the same way. When I saw that email, I felt exactly the same way. At first, I thought it was a spam. And I said to myself, why me? And when I got on the call with them, when after I applied, the application was so long, it took me an hour to fill it out. Oh, and um, <laughs> yeah, it was very, very long, very detailed. And about a week after I got the email saying, you are up to the next step. We would like to schedule a call with you. I'm like, why? <laughs> and, you know, I went on this crazy research to make sure that my notes were ready so I don't mess up talking about their uh, platform. And guess what? When I got on the call, I never looked at my notes. I was like, forget it. I'm just going to share what it is that I know about the platform. And I asked the question to them. I said, well, towards the end of the call, I said, can I just ask a quick question? I don't know if you guys are going to pick me or not. I had a great time with this interview, but I'm just curious. Why me? I, you know, not that I'm you know, questioning my credibility of using your platform, but I'm just curious. And so the answer that I got from them was that I was creating content the right way. According mm. to them. They were saying that I was using the features of the app very well. I, I was a good uh, representation of how a small business should be presented on their platform and leveraging every single feature available to really reach as many people as you can. So what was I doing at the time? You know, I was going live. Um, I had a brand strategy as far as my content was aligned. My messaging was consistent. Um, it's not like I was showing up on this week and then waited two weeks to show up again, you know, so because I go back, I went back and thought about it. I'm like, what did I do? And 
what I remember, and I even shared it on stage, it's on my YouTube, actually, the video that it was all about the consistency and um, the brand alignment and um, the visual element of it. And I was doing a lot of user generated content, meaning sharing other people's content and truly giving my voice um, about them and sharing my opinion. And so, um, you know, the answer that I got from them was that. And then the second answer out of that, they said that then when they were looking for people in my local area to potentially be able to apply for this, um, when they were Googling and researching, they shared with me that I came up as one of the results. And so that prompted them to want to look into it. That's the answers that I got. I'm like, okay, I'll take that. Thank you so much. You know, what's next after you interview? Oh. Oh my goodness. After I interviewed um, with them, I was freaking out. <laughs> I was freaking out because it was 45 minutes. Um, it was fun. Um, there were two people on the call from Facebook asking me all these questions and I was very nervous. Um, but then as we were going through the conversation, I was like, Oh, this is good. This is fun. Right? So after that, I had to wait, I had to wait to see if they were going to pick me. And so, um, you know, I, at first I was checking my email box every hour, <laughs> refreshing, refreshing. I know how you feel. And at one point I said, Marcy, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Just let it be. If it's meant to be, it'll be. And if not, it was a great opportunity to even be connected with them. Right. Um, so I just let it go, kept on with my life, kept on figuring out my business. And a couple of weeks after that, I did get the email saying that I was selected to be one of the four speakers at the time to be uh, part of the event. Oh, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, I mean, that would be a great opportunity. And I believe that from that day until today, things dramatically changed because of that. Right. Oh, absolutely. It definitely gained, um, you know, for me, if anything, affirmation and confirmation for myself that I truly love digital marketing. Um, and, you know, I could have very well just went on stage, did this with Facebook and just posted on LinkedIn and said, look what I did, posted on Instagram and said, look what I did and walked away. But instead, I decided to really dive in because I did enjoy being on stage. This was really my first speaking engagement on stage that I've ever done in my entrepreneurial journey to date. And so uh, I embraced it. I loved it. And so I took cues of all the emotions that I was feeling during that time and after the event. And I decided to dive in and say, you know what, maybe for me, it's about impacting other people, other businesses that they can, in fact, use these platforms organically, just like I have, and be able to build a strong brand. And that is why I am who I am today. Yeah, like amazing. I mean, I, every time I hear your story, like I really believe and like, so inspired me every time, like, I really grateful to connect with you. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm grateful to be connected with you as well. I love the movement that you have going on and sharing, you know, videos and interviews with other entrepreneurs. I think it's fabulous. Thank you. Yeah, because like I believe that many people are curious actually what they want to do. So I want to inspire them. Like since I have many connections already, so why not? I just interview them awesome. for them. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Tell me more about social media. What is it in your opinion and why you love it so much? Social media, I love it because it's a great tool. 
everybody's on their phones. That's one thing. And I love social media and I love creating content because you can be so creative in creating your content so that you can transform the message that you have in different ways that you, you, you want. Okay. And so, um, obviously you have the video portion of it, which is great, which I love, which I tell my clients to try to do as much as they can, just because it gives you the opportunity to have that intimate connection with your potential client and your audience gets to know your personality. So I love that type of content. And we have the opportunity to use social media for free. Again, I'm all organic. I'm not opposed to running ads, but I do believe, especially when you first get started online, I think it's important to have the organic traction first before you invest heavily in ads um, just because I want to you to know truly your audience and make sure that your message does resonate um, with your audience before you invest money and so I love social media because there is many many ways you can go about it it's a great tool as long as you understand and you have the right mindset about it which is that it's a tool it's not your business I come from a place where I used to create content just for Instagram, meaning I was doing it for the gram. I was doing it because I wanted likes and I wanted followers from that post. And, you know, I'm sharing this because I'm sure that a lot of us are there and we're like, okay, I have to post something on Instagram because I have to post on Instagram. But the question is, what else? What's next? Well, what's next is you're posting on Instagram because you want to create a connection. You want to create a relationship. And therefore, when you keep that in mind, not only you're going to create content that truly is going to resonate with your audience, but people are going to actually feel that in your content that you actually are wanting to invite them into your digital space. There's a lot of people online. There's a lot of people online, but there's you. And so I love the fact that on social media, especially nowadays, it's going back to what it was supposed to be from when it first started is mm. being more natural, being more authentic. Cause you know how we spent a good amount of years, especially on Instagram with the perfect posting, the perfect pictures and everybody wanted to have the perfect, perfect look. Um, although that is still, you know, good to have, um, but nowadays a lot of us now understand that it's about building that connection, which was something that I always had from day one when I started my business is to ensure that my social media was inviting, not intimidating to my audience and clear as to what it is that I had to offer to them. And so I love social media primarily because it's free. I love the fact that we have additional support um, products that is to help us create content that is amazing. I mean, uh, you and I both know canva.com, you know, is a great resource to help us create great content. You know, we have our phones with tons of apps in there for Instagram stories that we could create and look very engaging and be able to share our message. It's really fun. It's, it, I, I think it's a game. I think it's a fun game to play. Yeah, I believe that like me personally, I used to feel very overwhelmed about content creating and you mentioned about content creation many times because you are content strategist, of course. And do you have any tips for them or is related to your signature relationship online marketing system? How oh, that yeah. differs from other people when it comes to creating contents? Yeah, I love that question, Mutita. That is the core, the core of creating content to me is all about diving into your ideal client's emotion. 
And the thing about it is we are entrepreneurs, business owners online presenting an offer. And that offer, if we reverse engineer, is coming from a place of transformation of ourselves, which means that we were at a point in our journey in that place where our target audience is in that pain that they're in, but yet we were able to transform ourselves. And therefore, the whole thing about content is to be able to re-engineer and recreate where we were and be able to transform through the digital content videos, through blog posts, through images, through, through uh, quotes, to be able to connect with our ideal client to say, I know where you are. I was there too. But guess what? I found this and therefore I'm, I created this so that you know that I know where you are. And it's about, you know, creating that content that's going to trigger that curiosity out of your audience and say, yes, this is me or this is where I am right now. But it looks like she can help me because she was there. That's what she said, right? So the tip for me when it comes to creating content easily when you're stuck, overwhelmed, trying to figure out what to create next is to dive back, back in into your ideal client's you know, avatar. What are their struggles right now? What are their dreams? And believe it or not, their dreams and struggles is what you went through. Uh, because I believe that all of us entrepreneurs, especially coaches, we are present with our offers because we've successfully been able to get ourselves out of a struggle into a successful place. And therefore, our job is to help as many people as we possibly can go through that same transformation. So the content we create needs to digitalize and visualize this journey um, consistently, right? And in there, you know, you put in some entertaining kind of content. In there, you put in some um, educational content. But all in all, it's about making sure that you create that connection by sharing with them that you know where they are because you were there and that you have a solution for them. Mm-hmm. So always offer your service within the content. Absolutely. 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 It's always important whenever you share content to have a call to action. Uh, People don't know what to do. Okay. You can assume that they do, but they don't. And if you put yourself in their shoes, they are the ones holding their phones at Starbucks waiting for their Starbucks to be done. And they decide to go on Instagram. So that's their mindset. And therefore you got to keep that in mind because Every social platform is a different consumption. People that go on YouTube are looking for an answer. They are already predetermining themselves that they're going to sit down and watch a video. So they're already, um, you know, put in the mindset that that's what they're going to do when they open YouTube. When they open Facebook, they're probably on their downtime, you know, scrolling through the feed. And so you got to think about their consumption there and come up with a content that's going to stop them to look at it. Even when you go live, go live and start with your content and grab their attention span is very, very short. Therefore, three seconds in three seconds, right there and then give them what they want right away. So You know, it's very, very important that we keep in mind the social platform that we play in and, you know, put ourselves in our clients' shoes that are 
you know, following a lot of other accounts, potentially a lot of other accounts that do the same thing that you do. And that is why it is critical that you show up as yourself because that's what takes, keeps you apart from everybody else that they see, although everybody else is doing what you're doing. But there's something about you. There's your signature level of relationship and, and branding, personal branding that is, that is you know, you can see it right away and you keep consistent with it, right? Um, not one day you're going to show like this and the next day you're going to show like that. Um, so that's why I say I was there. I was trying to be like her. I was trying to be like this other guy, you know, with my content. And it was exhausting because I'm like, it's too much work to try to be like somebody else. I want to be like me. I want to be me, you know, um, and really showcase my signature uh, communication with people so that they know how to connect with me. And so that's, that's what I would say is important. And what about your personal suggestion in terms of create content ahead? Because we know, I mean, I have been there that I have to wake up and think about what I'm going to speak today, what I'm going to type today. And that's like at the point that I have no uh, topic in my pipeline anymore. I have to like search and do more research and stuff until one day that I'm able to like, okay, let me sit down and then get off the perspective of this topic that I want to say or like I want to talk about and then like reverse engineer it back or repurpose it and so on so that I have more content to talk about that I don't feel like I'm empty right now in my pocket, you know? So what would you suggest in that situation? I believe many people face this problem until today. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I go through it sometimes too. And you know, the part that you broke down Mutita, about the research, it's inevitable. You have to do your research, right? To make sure that you have your pipeline full. And so, um, you know, preparing content is really based on what is your vision uh, for your business um, over the next month, over the next two months or three months or even six months? What's the vision? What are the big milestones that you're planning for your business? As a business owner, um, we have plans. We have launches that we're planning. Uh, we have free challenges we are planning. Uh, whatever it is, you have plans. And that's where I would start um, is to make sure that you have your big milestones planned for whatever time period you're looking at put that together. And then from there, you want to dive in closer and say, okay, from this point to this point, what is it that I want to share? And identify those. So I'll give you an example. If you identify that in a month, you're going to want to be running a free uh, live stream challenge, a five-day free live, live stream challenge in a month. And so what I would say is, okay, in a month, that's what you want to do. Okay, for, so for the next four weeks, definitely the key for you is to get people to sign up for this challenge. So now let's drill it down even further. What is happening in that challenge? Drill it down and say, these are the things I'm going to talk about. Where is it going to happen? It's going to happen on Facebook. Line list all these things. And then from there, that's the only time that you decide, how am I going to communicate that I have this challenge? Because you're excited about it, right? And so let's just say that you're already playing on, in the Instagram world. And you know what's available on Instagram. You could post on your feed. You could go live. Or you could go on Instagram stories. So commit to yourself and say, you know what? I'm not the type of person that goes live on Instagram much. I don't think I'm going to do that. Instead, I'm definitely going to focus on my feed to really showcase content that is going to open up the space 
for my audience to know that I am the expert and to also share with them that I have this challenge happening. So I'm going to do that. And I'm also going to share my stories because I like that. I like being on stories. I'm just making this up just to give you the example and the context. And so let's just say you do that. And then from there you say, okay, how can I prepare my content now? So let's just say, for example, that you say you want to go on stories very actively during that month to promote your challenge so people could sign up. What I would recommend you to do is pre-record your stories, um, you know, a set of them uh, to have in, the, in your camera roll ready talking about the challenge. So that way, as you go along every day, posting in your stories, videos and whatnot, you could go in your camera roll and say, you know what, it's time for me to talk about that um, challenge that I have going on. I had already recorded some videos talking about it. Let me swipe up and share that right now. You follow what I'm saying? So you have that content prepared, but it's all about making sure that you have that plan. Big corporations do it. My corporate job does it. I work a corporate uh, job as I do this business, right? And they are already putting together content for Christmas 2020 and we're not even in spring. Um, so yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. I have been telling this to many people already. They not believe me. Yeah, you have to. And the thing about it is, you know, we as small business owners, we get caught up with the fact that why do I have to post on Instagram? Why do I have to post on Facebook? Who cares? Like, why should I do it? Well, if that's the case, then target doesn't need to post on Instagram. Why are they posting? Why is old Navy still posting on Instagram? They don't need to. They're a big company. It's about visibility. It's about showing credibility. It's about keeping that trust. It's about, you know, confirming to people that you are that brand um, and, and making sure that you're keeping the audience that's already invested in you supported and secure that you are in fact serious about what it is that you have to offer, right? I've seen so many coaches that go on Instagram, they do this great launch, great content. And once they launch, they get their 5k, 10k, they disappear. And I'm like, well, that's not fair for the people that join your coaching program. What about, you know, what about them? What about taking care of them and making sure that you, in fact, are still showing up unless something happened to you, right? But that's what social media is, you know, and content is. So preparing content is all about planning ahead, knowing what you want for your business to happen and creating accordingly for that matter. And really identify what you want to create. If you're not a live type of person, meaning going live on video, then don't do that. And say to yourself, you know what? I'm more of a blogger. I'm more of a writing kind of person. I'll write about it. I'll write about, you know, the things that I know. I will market with my email lists, you know, because, yeah, they're social media, but you have your email list that you can market to. If you're not, you know, there's, there's many, many options. You have to identify where are you excited to share that content and, and create it accordingly based on your vision and continue to do that research so that your pipeline, you always stay inspired um, to create content. There's, you could save to collection on Instagram, just like you could do boards on Pinterest as you curate. You know, it's an exercise that I would say at least do it once a month and start curating content to get inspired. Uh, you can save into collection on Facebook. Uh, you could save into collection in all of those social platforms that you could go back to uh, when it's time for you to do that research and get more inspiration.
Yeah, this is very important because like you have to know your business rhythm, right? And then yes. you have to already see because like your business already established, but you want more uh, visibility in that case. Therefore, exactly. you know at which seasons or like at which month you want to change the way of your content or you want to change some promotion of your brand. That's very important because... Mm-hmm. Um, Many of my clients who like um, still solopreneur these days and they are very overwhelmed that like they don't know where to start first. Facebook is like you mentioned, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, email list whatsoever. Apart from have to send this thing out, also have to build up the follower as well. But it happens at the same time because like it's give and take, right? In that sense. And yeah, I mean the more they think that there are too many platforms, they procrastinate. Yeah. And they not start. Yeah. So I believe you also have this issue as well. But I, I mean, in my perspective, I would ask them to hire someone to do it for them. Like, yeah. Which yeah. could be an option. Which could be an option. I was that person. I was a social media manager, right? Yeah. And I remember having clients coming to me for that reason saying, you know, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to start with. I don't know what content to post. I need you to do it for me. And I did. However, in order for me to do it for them, we had to go through the exercise of the vision of their brand. What are they looking to do? And, you know, that is why now I coach my entrepreneurs to understand how do they want to look like on social media so that they can easily delegate this to someone like I was before, like a social media manager and say, this is my brand DNA. This is the type of words. These are the, the, the type of colors. This is what I stand for as a brand and tell to that social media manager, this is who I look like. This is what I can do. I could do videos if you want me to, that you can edit social media manager. I could do, I could write blogs that you could share on um, LinkedIn for me or on my Facebook. I could do this. You have to know what you want. And the other thing is you as a business owner, it's not because you just want to be on social media and therefore you're going to be all over the place. No, master one platform, build a community in one platform or two. Don't go everywhere. So for instance, I had clients that thought they were going to be uh, able to attract their clients on Instagram, when in fact, they had more traction on LinkedIn. Their ideal clients were was on LinkedIn, not on Instagram. So you've got to know your audience. And when you first start, you don't know yet where you are. So um, when you first start, have the intention to learn and see where you're at. Like for me, I'm not on Twitter. I'm not jiving with Twitter. I've tried it for my brand. It does not work for me. Now, if I dive in more and see if I could understand it better, perhaps it would. But for now, it's not. And so I'm not spending my energy just sharing the same thing I'm sharing on Instagram, on Twitter, because I don't have a strategy for Twitter. However, when I'm on Instagram and on Facebook, which are the two platforms that I coach on, I intentionally have together a social media sales funnel using those apps. There is a plan in creating content for me on Instagram. There is a plan in creating content on Facebook. It's not just about posting and ghosting, right? It's about building that relationship. So how do you do that using those apps? And that's how you're going to start getting out of the overwhelm by making sure that you identify where you want to master your communication and build that audience and focus on that platform and do it well. 
Yeah, I mean, this is amazing. Like, they have to listen to this because this is very important. It will, it will prevent a lot of overwhelming and also procrastination because, like, it has to be post every day. Like, it's about showing up, right? Like, yes. like it's about you're showing up, you present yourself as a brand, but also speaking your authentic self as well to your audience who might likely to be your customer in the future. Absolutely. And I share this all the time with my audience and my clients. I say to them, what you're looking for is on the other side of consistency. What you're looking for is really about making sure that you're showing up in a place of service. So, because let's be honest, people go on social media, they consume the content, but when you are consistent, and you're staying consistent with your visual branding, your messaging, people uh, start expecting you. And they, they start trusting that you are going to show up. Think about it this way. If you were going to um, shopping and you go to a very busy boardwalk, I, I give that example all the time, like a, a boardwalk full of stores that you usually go to, not the mall, but like something, something like that. And then you notice a new store. And you're like, wow, you look at the window and you're like, oh, this is a new store. When I come next time, I have to go visit it. And then you come next time and you still see the new store and you see that they refresh their windows. You're like, oh, I remember they just opened. I said I was going to go in, but I don't have time. I'll make sure to go back. Oh my gosh, I love that dress. And then three months later, you show up and you're like, oh, where's that store? I really wanted that dress. They're not open. What happened? So that's what's going to happen to your consumer. And this is why I say don't overwhelm yourself trying to post every two hours, every three hours. Focus on making sure that your consistency is consistent. If consistency means posting once a week, then let it be once a week. But be mm. consistent with it. So that way, your potential client is registering you as they consume your content. They're, they're taking notes. And therefore, you don't want not to be there when they are ready to connect with you and potentially invest in you because guess what's going to happen they're gonna go hire somebody else triple your price okay that's probably not doing half of what you do and they're not even going to question it because they need the, the results right now and you weren't available anymore so if you're serious about being online you're serious about building a business creating content so that you have that constant visibility that I'm in business, then you have to create a plan for yourself and be able to create content accordingly to ensure that you're not going to disappear out of nowhere because that's going to mess up your trust. Unless you make a post that says, hey, I'm going through something very serious. I have a big project going on. I'm not going to be up for the next three months or six months. If you have any questions, email me, you know, for immediate whatever. You're out of the office. Put your out of the office. If your audience is truly, truly connected with you and you know it's going to impact your income, it's going to impact your business, okay? Share with them that you're not gonna be around. Otherwise, show up consistently. Yeah, I mean, that's so powerful and that's the truth. Like, it's just simple as that, but it's not yeah. easy for many people. No. Yeah. You know, it's like some slightly shade that like block them for not showing up like as consistent as they want to. But you mentioned good things. If you want to post once a week, go once a week and keep that consistency. Yeah, that's not, that's not bad. 
like every Monday, that, that's okay, right? That's okay. And as long as you inject within that, like I'll give you an example. If you decide to post once a week in your Instagram feed, let's say, um, but you also want to give the opportunity for your audience to connect with you and see you cons- more consistently, then go on your stories daily. Mm. Go on your stories daily. So that way you are still available for them. Okay. Because can you imagine, just think about, again, go in your, your, your potential client's shoes, looking at yourself. You post once a week. What kind of traction are you looking for when you do that? And when you post again a week later, but yet you have no other content sharing, you get upset because you're not getting any likes. It's like social media is not a broadcasting station. That's different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like straight it's not. <laughs> And it's not about self-promotion either. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's about engagement only. So patience. <laughs> Absolutely. Patience and consistency. Yeah, and oh, since you mentioned that, how would you uh, recommend or give an advice to your client who just started? Or like any audience right now, like my audience here that's listening, if you have two likes, it's okay, even though one of that is yours. Well, let me tell you, when Facebook called me, I had no likes on my posts. Oh, really? And if oh you my gosh, you make me chill. <laughs> If you watch my YouTube video where I spoke at Facebook, I even said it on stage. Oh. I said to everybody in the room, there were probably 200 people. I said, you know how you post something and you're waiting for the likes and comments to come and you're almost ready to delete that post because you're not seeing likes and comments? That's not what it's about. And the other thing is, as a business owner, I don't know about you, but when I go to my bank and I tell them I have likes, they say I can't cash that. <laughs> I can catch the likes. So for any of you watching right now or listening and saying to yourself, yeah, but the algorithm is not giving me likes. I'm not getting any comments. They're watching. They're consuming. In fact, if you have a Facebook group right now, which is something that I help my, my clients to start and, and build up, um, you will know that when you go into your insights in your Facebook group, You may have, let's just say, 300 members, and yet every time you post, there's no likes or comments, and you're thinking to yourself, my group is dead. But guess what? When you go into your insights and you look at engagement of your group, there's a portion that says active members. And this active member number is actually the amount of members in your group that are consuming. They're just not taking action. Mm -hmm. And so you may have 300 members And you have 295 active members. Mm. So at the end of the day, the focus for us as business owners on social media with content is not to chase the likes, is not to chase the followers. It is about putting the mindset, I believe, that we want to start a conversation with people. This is why I say my coaching element is all about relationship marketing. Mm. And so we create content that's going to trigger that curiosity, that's going to trigger that question to our audience to wonder more and want more, that mystery, okay? Whether we create content to make them laugh or whether we create content to make them feel something about their situation right now and making points of, mm, you know what, I actually should do something about this. 
now that she mentioned. Maybe it's just, it's triggering that conversation. It's triggering that emotion that you want to happen. I tell my clients, create content for action. Don't create content for likes and followers. Big difference. There are many, many coaches that are six-figure, seven-figure coaches that, that have less than 5,000 followers on Instagram and probably 23 likes or 40 likes a post. But what you don't see as the consumer is how many people shared that post mm. up there. What you don't see is how many, how many people saw that post in the Explorer page. Do you know, I have less than 2,000 followers on Instagram right now. I've hit the Explorer page at least 10 times. Mm. Because my content has been shared. My content has been talked about. Oh, now, wow. whether it's people that are gossiping about me, I don't know. <laughs> my content has been talked about. And that's what the algorithm takes cues on. Oh, wow, you make okay? it. This is and like they're like, okay, deeper. people are talking about this profile. There must be something going on in there. We need to get more people to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so just stop overthinking. Stop overthinking. Stop overthinking. Get your, and I say, I, I have a quote actually on my Instagram, I believe I share, where I said, get out of your head, get into your heart. Oh. I was in my head for a long time when I was building my business, you know, about, you know, making sure that I, I had followers, making sure that I had the likes. I was there too. And it was stressful and overwhelming now that I understand that it's all about my amazing transformation of being able to really hone in on this whole social media management thing for my business as a solopreneur. I'm excited about it. That's what I show in my content, that it is an exciting thing that you have as a business owner and get excited to show up on you know, wonderful interview opportunities like I have with you right now. Get excited to show up live and share your message. Get excited. Yeah. Because people are going to buy you. They're not going to buy your product. They're going to buy you. Yeah, 100%. Like, this is another issue that happens. Like, once you have some fans or like some followers or some raving fans, everyone wants to talk to only you, not your team. You have to convey all the energy and the way that your team post the content in the same way like same message like this is what I facing like many of my clients happening is and the brand is very important I mean Absolutely. many people like um skip this first step that you have to create it and it's not going to be created on the one day and then done no it built it's building along the time right absolutely Absolutely. As your business, I totally, absolutely agree with you. So big, so big, so big. As your business grows, you know, to your point, your brand starts to change. I totally agree. And it is a step that cannot be skipped. Creating the vision of your brand. What do you want people to talk about when you leave the room is critical. And that is how, that's why I say like your relationships that you build online are very important. I know Mutita, like for instance, for me, I created relationships like two years ago that it's now that, you know, things are happening with that relationship. And so this is why I, I, I just did a video actually in my, uh, in my group recently sharing with my group that, you know, it's not just about posting that content. 
It's about what happens behind posting that content. Meaning, if you know you were invited on a podcast and you know you're having an issue with your internet before the podcast, it's about you being the leader and the business owner and taking responsibility to contact that podcast host and say, I'm having a problem. Because you never know where that relationship is going to go. You don't know if this person is connected with the next podcast interview that you've had. Your personal brand goes beyond social media. So it is, again, going back to the beginning of the conversation, it is a tool to get you going. It's the key to the door to open in your party of your digital space. And therefore, it is important that you maintain the lawn, that you maintain the look of your house, that you have water for when people come in if they're thirsty. You have a chair for them to sit down. You got to maintain and nurture your audience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I never think that. You're a host. Yeah. You're a host. And you're proud of your business. And to your point, if you have a team, I don't have a team right now. It's just me. But I always envision the day when I have a team. I absolutely agree with you that it is important for them to understand the essence of your brand. So that when they go out, they can proudly speak about your brand and how they work for you, right? And they, they build up that reputation for you. So social media is the start. It's the open door. It's the front. But there's a lot that works behind the scenes yeah. of maintaining that. Oh, this is so good. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so I know that you have challenge. Um, I mean, Facebook group challenge right now, right? You want to share yes. that? Yes, yes. Oh, thank you, Matilda. I'm so excited about it. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> I ran it a couple of times and it's about, I, I have a date, but I'm not going to say what the date is because I want you to go in my Facebook group um, to find out when I announce the date of the challenge. So the challenge is free. It's five days and it is perfect for any female coach, business coach, or lifestyle coach that uses Instagram and that needs to understand how they can increase and optimize their engagement. We're not going to be talking about content. We're going to talk about engaging activities that they can do, okay? Using the app for five days. We're going to do that for free in my Facebook private group. I'm definitely going to join because I already joined her group already. <laughs> yes, you are in my group. That's right. Thank you. Anyway, thank you so much for today, Martine. I thank mean, you. amazing. And keep in touch. All the best. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, same here. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Unstuck Radio. If you enjoy the show, make sure you subscribe so you automatically get new show every week. I would love to if you left us the review. If you want to get unstuck, check my 5-step entrepreneur freedom formula for scaling your business without sacrificing your lifestyle at worldwideweb.extraordinarilybymutita.com forward slash freedom. Speak then!